listeners, and welcome back for another Tuesday. I'm Ryan. And I'm Casey. And this is I Kid You Not Podcast. I'm so happy to be here today, Case. How you been? What's been going on? Um, so this past week I had my sixth interview process Ooh. going on. So I'm so Time excited. out. Time out. Six interviews for the same job. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the only locations in New York. Um, it's a showroom, so we'll see. Um, I don't know. Cross our fingers. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to jinx it. I did get my nails done for the interview. And I Love thought that. I picked a color that was more vibrant. And oh. it's very neutral. And we just talked about neutral nails. And I yeah. never get neutral. I feel dead. I th- It's so awkward, yeah. the flesh on flesh. It's weird. Yeah, uh, sometimes I like it. Like, sometimes I'm in just, like, this minimalist mode. And I that's what I want. For Thanksgiving, I went with, like, a chocolatey brown color. And I put a yeah, comb over pretty. it. And I'm loving it that I, like, don't want to get rid of it. I'm hoping that the growth doesn't, you know, that it takes its time. Because I could rock with this for another two weeks if it stays. I like it. I'm liking looking at it. And then, um, um, of course, the celebration. I finished Melrose Place, the original. So, woo! How that? What are your feelings on it? Is it, like, is it as good as you thought it would be? Or were you like, God, TV was terrible then? <laughs> no, because, you know, we love the original Beverly Hills 90210, you know? Of course. And the, this was a spinoff. So you had Kelly Taylor, David, and um, Tori Stone. They, like... I'm t- Totally mixing the characters, real life names and show. They came on for the first few episodes to that. Like one of the guys uh, Kelly was dating was living in the apartment complex. And that's how they introduced the show. A Housewives of Beverly Hills and a Sir intro when they had Brandy and Sheena have a sit down to like start. And they all live in this apartment complex. It's an outside apartment with a pool. Honestly, it's a great setup. And um, they're super close. It's a small apartment complex and um, a lot of drama, a lot of craziness. And I loved it. It was amazing. And now I just started Party of Five, the original. So, oh, Party of Five. Yeah. With Nev Campbell. Yeah. Oh yep. my God. I love that Wolf. show. Adding that to my list too Party of <laughs> Five. That's like a good rewatch. Thinking about like what I could do, what my binge could be. Maybe I'll make a Party of Five. Wait, so how was your week? That's new. That was mine. <laughs> so uh, has this ever happened to you where you just like get in a mode and you're like, I need to rearrange everything in my apartment? Yes, but I love those modes because they don't happen often. I do too. Same. They don't happen often. I've been in this apartment two years now, almost exactly. And I haven't changed a thing really since I moved in. Like It refreshes. You feel re- re- yes. rejuvenated. Rejuvenated. Like I've gotten, you know, a million different comforters and bed sacks since I've been there yeah. I've gone through at least four I've changed that but I this and my bathroom I always like I've gone through at least three like different bathroom themes but I wanted like a a main a main area refresh mm-hmm. and I have this one dresser that um I have been saying forever I wanted to redo and my uncle actually helped me big time shout out to Uncle Richie um, he, yeah, he painted my accent wall a different color, this like old antique wooden dresser I have that was just like peeling and falling apart. He completely stripped it, painted it white, painted like these beautiful, like made the handles. They look like brand new handles. He painted them black and it just feels like 
very minimalist and I'm loving it. Like I'm now I want to do everything. I got rid of a ton of clothes. Oh, it's good. Um, I haven't done yeah. a clean out in a season. So that was huge. That was Honestly, a huge it feels moment. like you walk into a brand new apartment when you when you fix things up. There's not yeah. a better feeling. It just feels not fresh. A feeling. And you don't have to spend a lot of money to to make right. an impact. I think that accent wall made me feel like, oh, this is a new place. Have a crazy December. It's just like, you know, holidays, birthdays, yeah. weekends are packed. So I decided to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and drive here yesterday morning to Syracuse. So I am Which is recording a with... How long oh, is the drive? Five-hour drive. But anyway, here I am in sunny Syracuse, reporting live um, <laughs> with my Syracuse fam. You know, I've gotten close with her family and her friends here, so it's really nice to come visit. Um, and last night we just kind of hung out and relaxed, and now tonight we're going to do a little girls' dinner. That's what I love uh, about this time of year is like. Yeah. Having those family time, whether it's your friendship family or your your actual family, it just seems like right. this time of year, it's just really the girl time, the downtime, the quality yes. time. And I love and it. And the best friends are like the friends that you can sit and do nothing with and have the best time. All right, Rye, should we get into this week? I think we should. So this is about friendship, courtship partnership, kinship, companionship, situationship. The word relationship doesn't seem to sit well. So it seems like we're making all these other words to connect with people or to explain our connections with the people. So this week we are joined by my bestie, Vanessa. We met through our interior design program at NYIT um, in college and have stayed connected ever since. The stories along the way, she had to join us today to explore all the ships. So welcome, Vanessa. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, I'm so excited to have you. I've heard about you for a long time, so this is exciting oh. to finally meet you. <laughs> you too. So Vanessa, tell us about you and give us a little background on what you're doing. and where. So I am originally from New York City. That's where I met Casey in college, and I am currently living in Denver. I moved here two and a half years ago. I am very single. I haven't been in a committed relationship for almost five years, um, but I I'm truly like the happiest I've ever been. Like so, that's being awesome. Single's been great. <laughs> that's that's so awesome. Good. I was thinking about it today. I'm like, how long have I been single? But it's, I mean, it's only been like a year and a half. But I always have like gaps. I feel like between my yeah. relationships. I feel like mine's ten plus years of like a real relationship and everything else has been situation ship <laughs> Vanessa, what do you do out there? What are you doing in Colorado? Tell me about it because I've never been to Colorado. Oh, oh really? God, um, you have to. I know. Everyone says that. So I came out here initially because my job became remote. I was working for a tech startup. Um so that's what brought me out here, just the flexibility. Right. Uh, I I feel like it checks off like almost all the boxes other than the beach, but I love everything about it. I think it's the best place to live in the U.S. in my opinion. That's amazing. Um, even though I, there are things I love about New York City, but um, right now where I am in my life, this is like the best place for me. Is it like a young city where you are? Like, is it our age group? Is it oh, younger? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. And I, that's the other thing. I moved here not knowing anybody and I've made friends so easily. That's awesome. Um, yeah, like our age, like 30s, 40s, 
Um, all my friends are single too. It's not like I'm surrounded by couples and oh. settle down. Colorado is these... intriguing. How did you yeah. make these friends from scratch? Well, I met them on on uh, the apps actually. So like I met. No way. Yeah, because like I met a few girls on Bumble BFF. And then really you only need to meet a couple people and then they meet people. And like, I've met people like I, one of my best guy friends, Casey met him. I met him on hinge. We dated briefly and decided to stay friends. And then through my friends and his friends, we've created like our friend group. I love him by the way. He's so good. Yeah. I appreciate that you did that. I feel like that's rare. Yeah. This is very rare. Really rare. (laughs) (laughs) And we're really, like we're like good genuine friends like there's no crossing the no line awkwardness you're not no, like, not at all no. since you're talking about the apps how you met all your friends yeah. are you on any apps for dating right now i am on hinge i wasn't on for a long time i i was i was off it for, since april and then i just downloaded it a few weeks ago what are your thoughts on it yeah break the, the i know some opinions how's the caliber in colorado because the caliber yes. in New York is not well <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So I, I, I've gone on really good dates. I, I don't like to complain about dating. I think it's been good. I mean, I have only met friends so far, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's great. That's a start. <laughs> However, though, all the dates I go on, like the guys are really sweet. They're respectful. I've gone on really nice, thoughtful dates. Um, I would say like the thing that's just lacking usually is like lack of depth, lack of connection. But, mm-hmm. but that to me is like, that just takes time and you just have to meet somebody. It's a numbers game. Yeah. Um, you just got to go. Like, go right. on the dates, bang them out. Just keep, not the men, but just like the dates. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, every time I download them, I kind of, like, front load a lot. Like, I'll go, I'll line up, like, seven first dates. Because, wow. Because I know, like, I, I'll be lucky if I, like, one, right? I like that, though. I need to start saying yes more. I've gone on a few more dates recently. Um and, but I'm, my problem is like, I'll go on one bad date and I'm like, that's it. I need a break. I'm done. And like, I have to stop that. I like to go into it. Like I'm just going to make, make a new friend. Um, and yeah. that takes, that takes the pressure off. And like, I feel like I always have a good time at least. And you're in like a cute cocktail bar, or a nice restaurant and just like enjoy yeah. the experience. And especially like, like being in a new city, like yes. that's yeah. kind of a fun way to try new places. It's like, okay, yeah, I've never been here. Let's go on a date there. Oh yeah, like it, and it gets the guy excited to take me out because I'm like, oh, I don't know, I'm new in town. What do you think is good? And then they get like uh-huh. all excited because they're like, okay, I want to show her something good. And I think because they see I'm from New York City, they think like they need to like impress me more, impress even though you. I don't care at all. Like I grew up in the Bronx, like I don't yeah. get it. My sister and they go sign up every night, have a date, book. Three dates in one night, back to back. Like, it's not a big deal. It's kind of like, what do you call a speed dating? So just yeah. do yeah. it. What's the problem? And I'm my worst enemy. If you can't get in it, which I'm having a hard time figuring out how to start. Like, I had this guy in Hinge literally ask me to go to a small movie premiere oh, which on Thursday. Gone. He's in production. He was just putting it out. He's like, do you want to come yeah. on a date? You would look great with me. And I felt like, well, we didn't even talk. I don't even, you know, like, I don't even know. And I just talked, I chickened out. I, yeah. I would have just been like, hey, can we meet for coffee first? Or yeah. a drink True. first? I get in my head a little bit too, where I just put so much pressure on every first date. Yeah. So like when okay. it doesn't yeah. go well, I'm like, oh, 
God. Yeah. Like we have access to so many people that we never did before. Right. So like there's so many options. And the other thing I noticed, and I don't know if this is just like my luck, but when I talk to someone too much, like, like chatting before I meet them, it's never a match. But when somebody asks me out immediately, I always like click with them better. No, you're right. I feel like I get like a little bit like, okay, we've been talking too much. Like, just ask me out or like, stop. I don't want to pet yeah. Or it's easy to write them off. I feel like if a man asks me out immediately, I already know he's at least confident in social settings. Maybe that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have chemistry and it's going to be a connection, but at least I know it won't be awkward because he's confident yeah. enough to like just That's ask fair. someone out. That's fair. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm curious because this happened to me this week on Hinge. Um, have either of you ever heard of an FLR? FLR? No. Floor? Okay. No. Okay. So I'm on Hinge and I match with this guy. So I'm like, I'm looking for a relationship. What about you? And he's like, same, you know, I really would like something serious, but I want to make sure it's an FLR. Is that okay with you? So I'm like, what's an FLR? And he's like, haha, can't Google it. And I'm like, well, right. Like, I'm like, you said it. So you might as well explain yourself. It's a female-led relationship. So uh, I go, right. So I'm like, wait, I thought all relationships were female-led. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm Googling it like crazy and I'm looking all this up. It's like, what has happened in your past relationships that you felt the need to lead with that? What does that really mean, female-led relationship? So he was saying what it means for him is that like my needs would always come first and I would be like the planner and the one like making the decisions. And I was like, okay, but then does that also mean I'm like financially supporting you like down the, down the road? And he's like, no, there, that would be a partnership. And I'm like, okay, so you're basically looking for someone to like clean up after you plan your life for you and make your decisions for you. That is the most annoying thing ever. The whole, like a mom. you want to marry oh, a yeah. mom. Yeah. At least he knows what he wants and no, he knows what he wants. There. <laughs> now I'm down yeah. the rabbit hole of female-led relationships. And there's all these like different levels to it. And like, there are some where it's like the woman is completely financially supportive, like totally in control. And then there's some that are just like, it sounds like the female just kind of takes on the mental load of the relationship and just our partners everywhere else. It's a very interesting concept to me in an FLR. I feel like that's most of my past relationships. I just didn't call it that. (laughs) So now I'm going to be on there like, I do not want that. I don't want an FLR. Um, I can make the decisions and I can run things, but I don't want to feel like my energy is out doing theirs. Exhausting. And dating is exhausting enough. Um, Speaking of exhausting, can we talk a little bit about the situationship? It's weird because for me, like when I brought my ex-boyfriend to Thanksgiving a couple of years ago, my my one cousin was like all up in arms. Like, oh, I can't believe Ryan brought a a guy here. And I'm like, it's not like I'm celibate or like not seeing anyone for the last five years. I just didn't like anyone enough or wasn't in a serious enough place with anyone to bring around my family. Like, first of all, you guys are all fucking nuts. So like bringing someone (laughs) into that is a real commitment. My mom goes, what's that word? That's a made up word. That's fake. I said, okay, well, Well, you've been married since you're 20. So yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't know what that means. But it was made up by toxic men. (laughs) But unfortunately, it is a, a real thing. Um, I also saw my life in the 20s. I didn't want a serious relationship. I wanted to enjoy my time and learn about myself, live on my own, date, do whatever. But I didn't want 
to find someone to marry at that time. I just want to enjoy yeah. it. But also I have a commitment issue. I, I, even though it's not the sexual part of the commitment issue, it's the, the trust and, and thinking you can go the long haul, but like, and the fear of being crushed with someone that could get that vulnerable and intimate with you. So I fall into the situationships because they're never the person that I really see myself long-term. So I just yeah. kind of fold into it without that full commitment. And I guess I find the same guys that feel that way too. And it's true. Cause like when you like biologically, like our brains, they like crave cl clarity, right? Like women, men, everyone, like that's what we want. Understanding and a situation ship. There's almost always like no clear line of like, what's up, what's this. And I was re it's funny because I was reading Matthew Perry's memoir, which, by the way, if you haven't read it, you should. It's really good. I cried a lot. Um, but he talks about this period of time in his life where that's really all he was looking for was like really just casual relationships. Mm -hmm. And he would start with that. And he said, like, it was really actually he made some like wonderful connections with people just knowing that that's all it was. And I'm like, damn, see, when I went through the phase in my life where I was just having these casual relationships it was not enjoyable because and maybe because it's just like not what I wanted. Yeah, I didn't want it either. So that's why it always, I guess, hurt in the end. Yeah. But whenever I get into my situationship, I, it's still exclusive because until we figure out what's going on, like I'm not going to be in a situationship where you're still sleeping around. We're not full blown boyfriend, girlfriend. We're not really being involved in our outside world. Like no way am I bringing you into my intimate family. But like we're dating, we're getting to know each other. Let's figure this out. But like if we're sleeping together and we're intimate, we're not sleeping with other people until we figure it out. But I just think that's a relationship, not a right. Like, not, not letting, a healthy one, but, but like, not a healthy one. But you're not letting your friends in. You're not letting your family in. You're kind of just but, in this limbo phase. The and early you stages. Say that like with full like trust, Casey, that you think all of these men have not ever slept with anyone else. That they've remained faithful during that time. Like I where mean, you weren't I, saying we're boyfriend, girlfriend. My last situationship, I can confidently say that there, but in the past, I mean, look, I've been in full blown relationships where they've cheated. So you're saying the line is that they're just, you're just not integrating your lives together, but like you have everything else that that's a relationship me. has. Yeah. Yeah. That's me personally. I think situationships for the world and how it's most commonly known like a is a non-commitment, like yeah. can't make the commitment to dating. Um, Isn't that just like like friends with benefits, you mean? Yeah. Like, like a booty call. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. that's how most people fall into situationships because of the one side. Right. Whereas sided. I use it as the middle grade or <laughs> it's the boyfriend, girlfriend, but like not the beginning stage um, of dating, seeing other people. I mean, type I feel like thing. what you, what you did too, is just like, you just extended the beginning of dating. Right. Very right. long. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was exactly three years long. <laughs> yeah. It was like that beginning three months where you guys are just getting to know each other, not introducing to friends yet. And Casey's like, I'm going to do this for three years. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel like that's, it's an issue situationships because of that, because it's a limbo yeah. phase, because I think it's yeah. natural for any relationship. You gradually want to be more intimate in their lives. Yeah. And when you're right. in a situationship, there is that boundary where you can't get to a certain point um, and cross that that intimacy level of really taking on the boyfriend, girlfriend, really wanting to see a life with this person. So, so.
I know. Do you ever like, cause you brought this up, how there was like a time in your life where you didn't feel like you wanted something serious. And I feel the same way when I was, when I first moved home from LA in my early twenties, I did not want a serious relationship. I was like, I'm back in New York, single for the first time ever in New York. I wanted to enjoy that. And then like, I feel like that spiraled a little too long for me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't want to say I regret it because I had a hell of a time in my twenties, but I also like, I do feel like sometimes like maybe you could have grown up in that way a little bit sooner. I honestly think it did me a little harm, a little damage on because you weren't seeing healthy relationships because you weren't part, you weren't participating in it. So, yes. you know, your worries or your jealousy or, you know, start, would start eating at you at random moments. Um, and that's it's why like hamster wheel. I cleansed from dating for a bit until more recent, I've worked through it. And um, I'm ready for a full command. Yeah, I think you also need to be comfortable with saying what you want. Because I feel right. like you've had trouble with yes. that in the past. Like, you need to be confident in what you want and say what you want. And don't, like, don't even worry about what he wants. Like, yeah, see the flag and leave. And Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't stick around when you see the flags. Yes. I think that happens a lot with women, at least like of our generation, where like, because we're kind of this weird middle generation where like our parents' generation was more like the man was the lead of everything. And like the men, you know, they asked women out and they courted them. And then our, the younger generation, like Gen Z, they're all about like decentering men. Like they're, my value is first where we're like this middle generation when it comes to dating, I feel like. And I think that there were definitely times when I was younger where I dated guys. If I knew what they wanted, then I just went along with it rather than saying like, yeah. hey, this is what I want and what I expect. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, you know, what's so yeah. shocking, Vanessa, have you been in a situationship? No. <laughs> How crazy is I that? I love that for you. <laughs> okay. But I had the opposite experience of you guys because I was spent my twenties in two long-term relationships. So this is like, I mean, I had like a little bit of a single gap for a year, maybe. Um, right. This is like my single time. I broke up with my ex when I was 31. So like I'm 35 now. This has been my single phase that you guys probably had in your 20s. Yeah. Which if you can imagine, it's going to be a lot better in your 30s because I have like, <laughs> I would like to think I'm a lot smarter. I know More what I confidence. want. I yeah. yeah, I don't care. I'm like seeing some, like we went on a ham, like four dates, but I was telling him about the podcast and he's like, he's like, what, uh, what are you guys talking about? And I said, situationships. And he goes, what's a situationship? And I was like, another green flag for you. Yay. Yeah. You don't for that one, friend. <laughs> Love that. Um, all right. Wait, so we got to talk more about this because you, so you were in two long-term relationships. Fill me in. <laughs> so when I was young, uh, this was like, well, actually Casey saw me just when I was single in college. And then I met somebody at 21 he was a Marine and we actually got married. So I was married for a few years. Right. Oh, <laughs> she wow. hid this. She did not tell anybody she was oh, married. Right. I, I, I did not I know no, yeah, for yeah. years. <laughs> what? For years. I didn't tell everyone until I got divorced. I totally forgot I did that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We had a beautiful relationship. He's like, to this day, probably the best person I've ever dated. Um, <sighs> but I was just embarrassed that I was so young getting married. And it was really because of like, the long distance and just the benefits making it easier. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't tell anybody I was married until we got divorced. And then I just thought it was funny. And I was like, Hey guys, guess what? 
I'm divorced. <laughs> yeah, we so, thought it was her yeah. boyfriend. <laughs> How old were you when you got divorced? Uh, 25. Yeah, 25. So what was that yeah. transition like then from coming out of like a young marriage, yeah. single, going into another serious so, relationship? Yeah, so that I... That relationship, first of all, that marriage relationship ended, honestly, because I was just self-sabotaging. I was afraid of commitment. Although I was married, it was just like, yeah, it became real. I hadn't gone to therapy yet. So I just, I didn't even know why I blew up that relationship. Um, And then I was single for a year, but I didn't really, I didn't like now that I'm older, I like, like what I did the last five years, I wish I had done back then. Right. Right. Um, I should have taken that time for myself. I should have like worked on myself, like healed my old traumas, my wounds. I didn't do any of that. I ended up meeting a guy a year later who was a great guy. Like it was again, like great guy, loyal, wanted a relationship. We had fun. Like he was a great partner and I dated him for six years. Um, so longer than my marriage. Um, but we kind of were going through the motions because it's like from 25 to 31, those are the years, right? Like where you're really growing up and he was from Long Island, uh, like Suffolk County. So they were a little bit more, I would say like quicker to settle down out there yes. versus like, you know, you're like a child the bride city. if you get married before 30, if you're from the in city. In New York City, <laughs> I totally get it because I worked in the city for the longest yeah. time. So anyone I worked with, like there was never that pressure from people in the city like right, exactly. to settle down. But then when you're on Long Island there, that's what you're doing. Like, yeah, so, that, so that's kind of where we were at. He was pressuring me. I mean, not rightfully so. We were together for six years. <laughs> uh, I was like, Jesus, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> it, I always get myself in this situation of, um, what do they say? Like, too too good to leave, too bad to stay. Basically, Ooh. like when you're when you're at that point in a relationship and you're like not sure what to do. It, he was great. It was, and then, you know, I'm 31 and it's like, I have this man who like wants to get married, wants to have babies, wants all the things that anyone my age wants. And for some reason I don't. And I'm trying to question, like, am I doing what I did in the last relationship where I was self-sabotaging? This right. one I, was not the case because when I ended my marriage, that was abrupt. That was me in panic mode. This one, I like gradually and like was pulling away from and I had gone to therapy and I'd done all the work within that relationship so when I made that decision I knew it was just we weren't compatible and it was super sad being in a six-year relationship having a house a car having a full life with him oh yeah and then deciding that it's not right for you and picking up and leaving yeah like that's extremely hard for anybody to do. I feel like yeah. it's a lot of people just stay and deal right. with it. So how, how did you just in your mind say enough and get to the point where you're at, where you're happy dating and free and single and enjoying the best years of your life? Like, yeah, I just, I just knew it was the right decision. And then I remember even like going so dark as like, like I knew, cause I knew I'm like this time I need to be single for like years. I can't be doing the whole, okay. like, you know, cause I had already done back to back almost, even though like that year in between is not enough. So like no. I already told myself I need years, like just to be alone and just like do what I wanted to do. Cause especially in, so the other thing with that relationship too, is like, I moved to Long Island. I was in his world, like very much in his world. Gotcha. I didn't like really have a 
world of my own. My, like, if, like anytime I wanted to be in the city with my friends, he didn't really join me in my world. So that was like a huge breaking one-sided. point. Yeah, Honestly, it was very one-sided. Ryan, you want to know what his favorite activity was? What? Fishing. <laughs> oh, I bet like, you he has a big fish photo picture on his Hinge profile. What's his name? I'll find him. No, I'm <laughs> Wait, so I want to touch on really quick. Do you know anyone who's like a serial monogamous, like someone who is just always in a relationship? Vanessa, until recently. I know, until the yeah. last five years. <laughs> I even had a, a high school boyfriend for three years, which I didn't even bring that one up because that was yeah. high school. So long but ago. still, I was... After, right after your marriage, you folded into a transition relationship, which was some time before you went full, 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 like, sing. Okay. <laughs> I like, you're like really sugarcoating it with transition. It was like the most toxic rebound relationship I've ever had. <laughs> she moved to New York City and she came back yeah. into my life and yeah. was single Vanessa, but not because she got. <laughs> yeah. So that was a shit show. But I remember right. like I was hanging out with Casey and I'm like, I'm probably just like stressing to her. And I'm like, oh, I just like, I feel anxious or this and that. And she just looks at me and she goes, what are you doing? She's like, this is not you. You don't mm-hmm. do this shit. She's like, this is some shit I would do. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you better get it together. And I was just like, she's right. She's right. She's right. She's right. <laughs> Like, you need your friends to, like, smack you straight or you're, gonna like, say, your losing friends your mind. <laughs> can always say it better than you. Like, I've said that before, <laughs> that I have now decided that my new approach for what I'm going to try to say to myself in relationships is, like, would I want to tell my friend this happened? Would I want to tell Casey that I'm doing this? Yeah. If not, if I'm going to hide this, then I shouldn't be doing it. I shouldn't be moving forward. I like that yeah. rule. I'm going to implement that, too. Um. I love that we, it seems like we've all been to therapy. Such growth here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, the other thing I was going to say, like, so when I broke up with him at 31, like I even went to the place of like, you may never have kids. Like, that's what I was like telling myself. Cause I was like, oh, I you're. Tell myself that all the time. God. Well, at this stage, I, yeah, I feel but, like that's such a spring no, but, chicken. <laughs> no, I know. Right. But what I was saying to myself is like, I need to be single for years. Like I need, like, yeah, I want right. to be single for years. So in my head, I'm like. You know, if like if I take the time I want to take, and even if I meet the person I want to settle down with, I want years with them as well. You know, so in right. my head, I'm like, it could be forty that like I I'm even in a position where I want that, and I have to tell myself like, don't even like put that pressure on yourself. Like, right, like because to me, I value partnership more than being a mother. So like, I really want a partner, and I want a healthy partner, and I wanted to get to, I wanted to build my life and be the best me I could be so I could attract that right and I think even it's really important that you said that whether you I feel like whether you value partnership or motherhood whatever's your priority right now wherever you are yeah. none of that matters if you are not good with you I feel like this is why I'm such a proponent of therapy like you really need and I wish honestly I wish I started it sooner um the first time I heard someone talk about boundaries and I was like wait what are those because in my family there are none and I still like here I am 37 years old still have struggling uh, often with like going on dates or whether it's a relationship a situationship whatever it is setting boundaries it's- well you know who's really good at boundaries this one Vanessa oh yeah yeah you think? Been- oh yeah I feel like you listen- every time I talk to Vanessa I learned something I'm always going- I get Aww. so inspired I love that I feel like I'm just in this place where I'm like I, it's either we're a match or we're not. And there's so many people out there. 
Yeah. And yeah. if you're so happy, like I'm so happy in my life that it really is going to take someone that's going to add value. Not, I can't be with someone that's going to drain me or I'm not getting into a female led relationship. I need to like get where I know like, I get down on myself sometimes yeah. still, but when I think about it, I am happy. I'm, I'm yeah. wonderful friends, a wonderful family. Like I love my job. I love where I am. I enjoy my life. Yeah. And it's ups and downs. It's not like my life is perfect. Like you have ups right. and downs, but it's like being grateful. Yeah. What do you guys feel like you're like the struggle is with dating for you guys? Like what? I am definitely my own worst enemy. I, number one, if I have like one bad situation with a bad first date, like I went on a bad first date last week, mm-hmm. I am forcing myself to like stay on hinge uh, and like keep at it because prior to that it was over the summer and I went on a bad date, like with like two or three bad dates in a row. And that's, I was like, that's it. Done. What's like I'm taking what's a, a bad- break. What's a bad date? Like, were they assholes or just disappointing? Disappointing. Okay. More. But it's a, was it like a, like a bad experience or just like bummer? It wasn't. Um, her, is it, was it that your expectations were you were really looking for a connection and then it just yeah, ended up yeah. being a dud? And so then. Yeah, you, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I'm definitely my own worst enemy where I go in with like an expectation. For me, your question, Vanessa, I think the biggest thing for me is fear. I have fear. the fear of getting crushed and picking myself up again after going ah going so low i believe this just because i've been in a few relationships like it gets easier like you've already recovered right i do agree if you get hurt again which we're all going to get hurt again you're so much stronger and you will it's not going to hurt as bad i do agree (laughs) i think that comes with because you are doing the work right like you've done so much work on yourself because you're in a better place with you, you yeah. know that it's not meant to be. It's when you, for me, I guess it's when you get to that point of um, past the situationship, when you're in like a full-blown relationship, when you giving yourself to somebody and the fear of the rejection or not yeah. wanting, you know, I the have same that too. thing. So I guess that that debilitates me from a million years ago is the commitment of having someone really want me and yeah why would they want me so it's I built a lot of confidence along the years and I have grown a lot but that's what that's the wall for me right now yeah it's vulnerability and it's the probably one of the hardest things to reach I think for any human being but I think and I think it's you have to you'll communicate that with people as you're dating yes. as well. Like I know that seems scary and difficult, but I think it's because every- the quality of caliber of men that I've dated, it's hard yeah. to imagine because you know there's really decent people out there. And right, that's right. like what I'm looking for and trying to manifest is someone more normal and that is really looking for what I'm looking for. But I yeah. only knew what I knew, you know. Well, and you so knew- it's almost like it was a projection of where you were in your life. Right. You were yeah. not in a pl- in an emotionally mature place in your life, you know? So right. you were dating these men who were unavailable emotionally and um, just not the best people sometimes. Yeah, so I always it- say we're, we're a mirror to whoever we're dating. Not that, mm-hmm. like, if someone treats you bad, you're bad. But if you are insecure and, like, fearful, you're going to attract, like, that level that like like they'll express it in a different way but all these men all these men were insecure too unfortunately 
they were a little meaner in how they expressed it, but mm-hmm. it was the same thing. Like they're insecure. They're that's why they're avoiding the commitment or then are they're not quite ready for what you what you need. Um yeah. Well, it took me a long time to separate what they're not ready for to it being, it's something about me. You know, I know it's, I know it's not me now, like, but in the past, I definitely couldn't. And it's hard to get out of that cycle because it's just like chipping away at your Mm self-esteem and you're taking, you're taking the rejection personally when it's really not a rejection on you. They have their own issues. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ooh, therapy session right Can now. Welcome. The bar is so low. You just have to keep dating and like, yeah, don't get discouraged. It's just a way to meet people. If if you don't have an easier way to meet people in person, it's a way to meet people and it you is. have to just like stay open. I love that. Like, because when I talk to you, I always change my mindset. I felt very invigorated after that one date I had, and then I, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't physically gone out since, and I felt like I was on like a good starting point. Like a high. So I, yeah, and I especially I, like you're in. I need like, to you're change that. I know, yeah. and you're and you're in the city. Like I actually am mad at myself that I didn't do this when I was in New York because I'm in Denver, and like the men are nice here, but like they don't have like the swag I like. And yeah. I'm like, man, I fucking wish I was in New York just for like a little bit, just to do it and have to explain the Colorado. There is the Colorado swag. First, the New York male. <laughs> I know. I really don't want to complain because I really, (laughs) but they're just really passive here. Like, like just these guys are like, like, first of all, nobody talks to you in person, like at a bar, like, and it'll be visibly obvious. Yeah. Like my move isn't working. Like guys that like I've met in like through a friend and I was like, I'm like flirting with all night, giving all the green lights. Still, they're like, Oh, I hope I see you around or, or they like still like, you have like, to make nothing? the move. Oh. Yeah, it's so frustrating. That's so interesting. I really miss like right? aggressive New York men. <laughs> yeah, aggressive New York men. I, it's so I got crazy. like cat called the other day. Go to work. I was at, like, oh, this is really, like actually Tyler. He kind of gave me another idea. So I have a tendency to judge on first dates. Like I'm like, if I don't feel me a connection, too. I'm not going to see them again. And, me too. and so me too. I was telling him about this date I went on and I was like, yeah, he was nice. I just didn't feel anything. And he goes, Vanessa, you need to go on like three or four dates with them. Sometimes their personality doesn't come out till the fourth date. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And right. he goes, yeah. He's like, I know I've lost a lot of dates with girls. Cause I was like nervous and I wasn't myself. And like, he has a really good personality. And I was surprised he said that to me. Yeah. And I was like, maybe he's right. Like, I mean, it's obviously, again, sounds like common sense. But I know. But I feel like, like Casey and I just spoke about this recently because it was someone I went out with. And Casey was like, well, do you think it was just nerves that he was like yeah. such a dud? And I was like, no, I think he was just a dud. <laughs> like, he was talking to me about his elementary school roller hockey. And that was. Okay, so that's no. it right. But I would say if they're, like, nice enough and you find them physically attractive, like, you could go on a couple more dates. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, first extended period of time you've been single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you liking about it? Um, Like, with dating or just being alone? (laughs) Just, like, both of it, I think. The dating, the being single, like... Um, I feel like we need to celebrate that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just, like, really happy. Like, I think... I, when I first moved to Denver, I told myself, like, I have to make friends first. I have to get in my routine. Like, like just, like, like you know, find my gym. Find my volunteer thing I yes. do. Find the hobbies. Like, keep my schedule busy. 
Um, just because like, I, I mean, I've never, I've always been in relationships, but I've never, I've never been that girl that like lost everything in a relationship. I'm pretty right. good at balancing, yeah, but I, but still like, it's a pretty vulnerable place to be in when you're in a new city and you don't know anybody. So I was more like, I don't know if I would get a little too comfortable if I dated someone. Um, yeah. so now I feel like even last year I thought I was ready for a relationship, but in hindsight, I'm like, I wasn't like now I feel much better because I'm like, like I'm dating, right. Or I'm on these apps. And even when somebody asks me out, I'm like, my schedule is so full, honestly. Like, I don't, like, I'd rather be hanging out with my friends knowing I'm going to have a good time right. than going on this date. That's kind of why I hadn't been on them since April, because I was, like, having so much fun with my friends and just busy. Um, and then You're I really traveling. downloaded. Yeah, and I was traveling. But it's like, I was busy. My life is full. I'm doing things. So it's like, dating, yeah. just I didn't really necessarily care. Um yeah, I downloaded it a few weeks ago, honestly, because everybody was out of town. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll go on some dates. <laughs> God, when everyone's out of town for like... me, I'm like, yes, TV, home alone, <laughs> order food. Okay. Yeah. Maybe make that a, a goal, Casey, that now, I next time, yeah. no one's but around, like, you go on a date. Best... <laughs> yeah. Over the summer, I went out with a guy who I honestly had a great time with. But I, there was just, like, no physical attraction for me. So <laughs> I felt like, damn, I wish we could be friends. But I don't know that he'd go for it. Because that's the whole time I was thinking, like, this is an amazing date. Like I, But I felt like I was at, like, a bar with one of my besties just, like, having a, a cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chatting. And that was a fun one. Vanessa, do you tell them while you're on the date, like, yeah. is, okay, like, so we're going to be friends or this is not going anywhere, so let's just hang out? Like, what do you actually say for them okay, to so know that? Okay, so I'll tell you. I'll tell you this situation because it was actually really funny. So on my Hinge profile, I put, or it says looking for, I have long-term relationship, but my little caption underneath, because I like to keep things light and Which, fun. I didn't know you could I, do that, by the way, add a caption. Yeah, I wrote, I'm mainly on here to collect more funny dating stories, but if it turns into a relationship, that would be ideal. Like, I just put like a cute little thing. Yeah. This guy took it a little too literal. <laughs> We matched and we hardly spoke. Like he was, he he happened to ask me, "Where are you from?" In New York, which I like said where I was from, thinking not thinking much of it. Coincidentally, he went to high school next to the town where I went to high school, which is very strange. Wow. He's he's ten years older though, so we were never there at the same time. But still okay. strange. We both grew up in these tiny towns where no one ever leaves. Like I've never yep. met anybody. It's Westchester. It's similar yeah. to Long Island. So, anyways, it was just kind of a funny coincidence. So I, he brought me to this really nice place that I've been trying. I actually have never gone into because it's always so crowded. He's dressed so nice. Men in Denver don't dress nice. So that was impressive. Ooh, okay. Um, he did. He was better looking than his pictures. Um, and then we start talking and I wasn't like, I was already like not super interested. We're just talking about work. I, could, I don't know. I could just tell there wasn't like a lot of chemistry. Um, he's being himself. He's got a great personality. And then he go, I get to like the relationship part. I'm like, so how long have you been single? And he goes, he start, he kind of gives me like a look, like, like brace yourself. And I'm like, fuck. And he's like a month. And I was like, oh, a month. Okay. And he's mm -hmm. like, you're my first hinge date. And I was like, great. Wow. <laughs> like first, yeah. since the breakup. Since the breakup. And, and then I'm like, so how long were you guys dating? And he said three years and he's 45. So, so obviously he's like had some dating experience, but so he's like, yeah, but we're still really good friends. And I'm like, how good of friends? And he starts like smirking and he's like, so we have a two bedroom apartment. And it's we're like still they live living, together. We're still <laughs> living together because the lease no. is not so March. And he starts doing this and I'm just like there with my drink and I'm like, and he's laughing and he goes, 
am I just going to be another one of your funny dating stories, like referencing my profile? And I go, I mean, this isn't the worst date I've been on, but it's pretty bad. Right. He said, yeah, (laughs) he goes, look, I know I'm not ready for a relationship. I just miss this. I just miss going out, meeting someone, having a drink, going to dinner. No, it was totally fair. And I was like, no, I get that. I totally do. Right. Um, When I go on a date, like I'll see where the guys are from. Like the guy I went out with, like he was dressed so nice because he's from New York. So, so those dates I'll dress up for, but then you see like, if they're from the middle of nowhere, you're like, all right, I'll just come in my workout clothes. (laughs) Yeah. They're not workout clothes to the date. I like that. And when Vanessa first moved to Colorado, she's like, oh my God, Casey, there's so many single men here. Like you go out and they're just everywhere. You're going to love it. (laughs) Now it's an adjustment. Um, but yeah, I feel like this last, this, this go around on hinge has been really good for me. I feel like all my dates are really nice. Good. Like good guys. Do you think Um, it's because of the Colorado culture? They're just friendlier than like a New York guy expectation type of thing. Do you think location has something to do with it? I really wish I would have done online dating in New York. I don't know because I just think, I just think men in New York are more assertive and confident, which is nice. Yeah. And I don't know. It's not like they're not confident. <laughs> oh, All right. Um, so let's try this game. The positive of, of being single. One lo- being like, single. I would start with having the whole bed to yourself. Um, I will say having the bathroom to myself. I feel like have, living alone, honestly, is so nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Soul, soul control of the remote. Ooh, yes. All my kitchen cabinets remain closed while I'm cooking because <laughs> for some reason men like to just leave them open while they, while oh, they I, fucking cook. I don't miss, where's this? Where, like, you've uh, been living in the same fucking house with me for two years. Where's this? Where is this? Yeah. I would say cheaper grocery list. Shaving is optional. Not having to make decisions for somebody else who can't make decisions. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say traveling, but not the tra- I like traveling with a guy. What I don't like is the prepping a guy for travel who mm. at least it's maybe it's just the guys I've dated, but like they, where's my license? Where's this? Do I have that? Yes. That like panic <laughs> of having to make sure like two people, not just me now. Okay. Do you have this? Do you have this? Like, oh, that would annoy the shit out of me. I would say spending my extra money on myself, especially during yeah. the holiday time, not having to. Oh yeah. One less Christmas gift. Right. <laughs> <laughs> about no makeup and hair mess wearing your ugly pjs i do that anyway <laughs> you do. yeah casey you have to get into a relationship where yeah <laughs> oh no but i like, always feel like i have to be on i always I know yeah i remember you said that to me i was so i was so surprised because you're yeah. so laid back to me like i really didn't think you did that with guys yeah, yeah no if- i'm not a big makeup person to begin with like even when i yeah. do my makeup it's bare bones um if you're coming over regularly and we're sleeping together you're seeing me yeah no makeup yeah, i'm not waking like, up before men... you and doing my makeup do you do that do you get up like before them and do your makeup no i won't do my i'll put like i'll put mascara on to make my eyes a little brighter i'll make sure my hair is done like if i go out of the shower the and my hair is wet and it dries natural i look it's like a rat nest most guys like when you're barefaced yeah and- yeah I just was with this superficial person, apparently. But with, with a guy then, around, I am. I'm, like, crazy OCD. Like, I have it perfect all the time. So I need to. That's why I said, you know, not having to care yeah. when a guy's no, around. No, you're right. 
Because, yeah. like, I'm always clean, but, like, I definitely, like, stage the place a little bit. Like, right. you know, yeah. fluff the pillows, make it, like... You stock uh, the house up for things they might right, not right. like, yeah. you well, know. I do that, um, and that's one thing I started to notice, like, towards the end of my last relationship. I, I'll say, like, at the beginning of the end. Every time he came to my house, I made sure I had the beer he liked, mm-hmm. the liquor he liked, the wine he liked, the food, he, the snacks he liked. Like, yeah. I made sure my house was stocked with what he liked. When I went there, I was also still bringing all those things. Me too. I was bringing my wine. I was this, he didn't have any of that shit in his fridge for me or like anything. And when I would be like, oh, I, I just need like a little snack. He'd be like, oh, where there's like beef jerky in the fridge. I'm like, I want fucking beef jerky. I want like a pretzel. <laughs> Yeah, I I had the same exact thing. Even water, I had to bring my own water. Yeah, that's what I was like. Wait a second, like you know, I like this, and I'm going out of my way to make sure that you feel comfortable in my home. The least you could do is pick up a bag of fucking sourdoughs and a bottle (laughs) rosé when you know I'm coming. Yeah. Well, I always say everything I'm asking for is who I am. It's not like I'm sitting back like you have to do this, have all these qualities. It's like these are my qualities too. Every I'm willing and able to give these things. Right. That's why I feel like I'm not asking for much. You know, when you're dealing with someone else, you'll compromise. But then, but then there are points where am I compromising way too much? Too much. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's almost like you're getting taken advantage of in that sense. I know. Yeah. Right. Oh. All right. Well, this was really fun, guys. Yeah. I'm so happy I got to meet you. <laughs> Me too. Um, now I'm going to have to come visit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come, come whenever. Vanessa, do you want to talk about what you're doing? So um, I started my own business. Um, I started it two years ago on the side of my tech job, but now I'm doing it full time. Okay. So I do, um, I have like one-on-one sessions. I have two types. I have uh, energy healing, which I incorporate uh, breathwork, meditation, and Reiki. And and then I also do past life regression and soul regression, which is like, it's kind of like a spiritual hypnotherapy. So I always say like a lot of us have gone to therapy, right? And we all know like consciously like what our bullshit is and our patterns and all yeah. that. But eventually you get to a point where you almost plateau or you're, you know everything, like we're so self-aware, but you still feel a little stuck or like your triggers are still coming up or you're still like mm-hmm. in the same cycles or patterns. And like, that's when I truly believe it's energetic or it's in your subconscious. So that's kind of what I like to work on people like with people on um, kind of digging deeper into that type of work, because I really do think it's more a subconscious thing that needs to be rewired. My business is called wheels of life. So my website is wheels of life.com or my Instagram is wheels of um, so yeah, if anyone's interested, we may have to have another episode where we go deep into this a little bit, yeah. like just a deep dive on more of that. Cause I love all of that. And just hearing you talk, I'm like, yes, that is me. I love it. Um, <laughs> thank, well, thank you. you for being here with us. I yeah, cannot thanks. wait to have you on again. Hit the follow button and tune into new episodes every Tuesday, streaming on Apple podcasts and Spotify, socials, Instagram, and TikTok. And, uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye.